When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneur network.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now onto the show. You're listening to the award-winning podcast, the ambitious entrepreneur show featuring business experts, industry disruptors, game changers, and thought leaders to help you navigate a constantly changing marketplace. Want to build a successful business and become known as an influential voice in your industry? The Ambitious Entrepreneur Show will show you how. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. And welcome to another episode of The Ambitious Entrepreneur Show. This is episode 275, brought to you by Podcasting with Purpose, helping you to stand out, be heard, become that influential voice in your industry with a podcast. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, the podcasting queen. Now, this interview is part of a very special series. It's a thought leader podcast series. And I'm speaking to people who are leveraging a book and a podcast to build their thought leadership. And today, I'm so honored to be speaking with Karen Briscoe. Karen, she's the creator of the transformative five-minute success concept. She has a podcast and her books offer a combination of information and inspiration that transforms businesses and lives. Now, delivered through memory stories, the formats uh, include takeaways that propel someone to achieve a higher level of success. Now on today's show, she's going to share a 66-day challenge to help us be, build lead generation habits for success in business and life. She's going to teach us how to break out of that busy rut. You know, we can often get stuck in that as ambitious entrepreneur and flip time to love the life that you have while you create a life of your dreams. We often can forget that. She's also going to talk about how to achieve the trifecta of success with thinking, activities, and vision. And of course, share a little bit of behind the scenes and how she's leveraging her book and her podcast to continue building and contributing to her thought leadership. Welcome to the show. Well, thank you, Anne-Marie. I thank you for sharing that. That is really the story right there in, in a capsule. I guess we'll dig into it deeper. Absolutely. So I'm loving that you're going to share some of the principles that you teach. So very important in, in business. But before we dive in, let's talk about how you're leveraging your podcast in your book. So what came first, the book or the podcast? The book came first. Well, so actually my, my real estate career came first. <laughs> uh, and so as a high producing residential real estate agent in the Washington DC, Northern Virginia marketplace in the States. I had achieved a high level success, kept thinking there was something more. Many people told me to write a book and I had an idea mm -hmm. and I felt like there, it was a unique way of presenting information, inspiration, as you said, because there are a lot of books that are, textbook-like, they're, they're full of information, but they tend to be a little boring. Mm -hmm. And then there's books with inspiration and motivational. 
and sometimes they don't have enough substance. Yes. So the idea of combining the information and inspiration to create um, stories that would be more meaningful and people could put into practice, they would remember them when they needed them, mm -hmm. <laughs> and create it in a daily reader format, which is designed to be only read one page a day. That's where the five-minute success came in. Uh -huh. And so I wrote the book, and... That has another old story along with it, writing a book. But the what happened was I had people ask me to be a guest on their podcast. Yes. Mostly business, real estate-related, entrepreneurship. And I found that there was a correlation mm -hmm. with book sales and speaking requests and opportunities along with these podcast interviews. And so I was like, okay, that's interesting as a business person. Tracking, you know, is yeah. one of my keys to success. And so my book was about ready to celebrate its first birthday. And it said to me, I should have a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so I like to say I gave my book a podcast for its birthday. And so the reason why, again, kind of along the lines of bringing something new to the the space. Mm. I had been on a lot of podcasts and I felt like the structure that my book had would make a great podcast format. Yes. The five minute success in each component of business and, you know, with an intro and outro would get you about a 30 minute show. And mm. so it's like, I think this is a unique offering that would add value, but also would allow me the opportunity to interview interesting people. Yes. I because one of the things I've discovered about the creating the life I love, love the life I have while I create the life of my dreams, is I really love these interesting conversations. Yeah. And so it has opened up opportunities to speak with people. And it, it started out predominantly in the real estate space and business mm -hmm. and entrepreneurship. But what I found is, is that many of these principles apply. Yeah. in a lot of professions and industries. And that's been really the fascinating aspect that it's it's gone beyond what I had conceived mm. it to be. Um, and so that's that's how the, the original book and the podcast. So then the second book, The Commit to Get Lead 66 Day Challenge, which you brought up, came out of the fact that many people said, well, I love your real estate success environments a day, but I need to focus. I want to focus on lead generation. I got to get my business development up. And many people were, and this is typical of the entrepreneur personality, the salesperson profile. They tend to only be able to focus for, you know, limited periods of time. I don't yeah. know if you've noticed that or not. <laughs> yes. in, the, in the States, we call that the shoddy object squirrel syndrome. Mm. And so the idea of doing something every day just was like, oh, I don't know if I could commit to that. I'm like, okay, well, can you commit to 66 days? So yeah. there, because there's a lot of research on habit formation in 66 days. Yeah. I love how you've shared that. And I'm just going to break it down a little bit because people may have missed the golden nuggets and everything that you have said aligns with everything that I say too. You looked at when you started, you started with a specific niche, which was in your case, what you knew already and had generated success in, which was, was re real estate. Something else that you did, and so often we, you know, we miss this and, and we don't do this as entrepreneurs, 
is we continue to observe what the market is saying, who our audience is giving us feedback. And the moves that you made, the shifts that you've made and the things that you developed were only after you continued to observe. So there was already, you knew a hungry market. How often do we think of an idea? We think this is brilliant. We spend time and energy and money in and investing in creating that and then it's crickets. But I love the way that you've done that. Very important. There's so much great information that we can glean from observing our um, audience. And then what you did was you waited um, for feedback to say, hey, real estate, love this, but I need, we need support in this particular area. So, you know, that was just so well done. Because I think when you're launching a podcast or a book, um, whether you do one or, or the other, an integrated approach, you know, what was working already was your book and you were getting interviews. And then you thought, well, what if I started my own? And so you leverage that existing audience. And so, you know, so often we start from zero. It's going to take us a little while longer, isn't it, to build that momentum. What were some of the surprising results? from leveraging your book and podcast that you never thought would possible. Number one, I've heard you say the conversations that you've had. Absolutely. I think we negate that, don't we? The connections you've been able to build to the interview, the guests you've interviewed, you would never have been able to have an opportunity to have that index conversation. So that's an absolute win. Are there any other wins? Well, so I, I will um, talk a little bit deeper about this co-creation idea because yeah. if I follow this, or I say this affirmation to myself that actually comes from Hal Elrod, which is, I love the life I have while I create the life of my dreams. So it's, it's a both and, it's not an or. I yeah. love what I'm doing right now, but I see there's a future, but I've, I've added to that or expanded on it. And I say, I create and co-create hmm. because, bef and I, I got them like before and after, but it's been a continuous journey. It's, it's not, a, it, and I'm still on it. I'm going to keep going on this, this, what we call the heroine's journey. So what I found was in the early in my entrepreneur career, I would have these visions. I would create a vision board of all the things I was going to accomplish, all of the, you know, things I set out to do in my business and my life. And many of those have come to fruition and yes. it's a brilliant strategy. I continue to do vision boards. What I found is, is that when I've opened myself to the universe mm. to co-create with other people and the universe, yeah. that so much more comes to me because I am a finite limited person, but the universe and opportunities with other people really is it and so that has been one of my opportunities that I've learned is to when I, I the resistance comes up and I'm like oh I can't do that I've never done that before or yeah. you know what if they say no or what if that doesn't work or whatever all of those things all of those limiting beliefs all those <clears throat> saboteur um, critical inner inner critic mm -hmm. verbiage what i found is is that when i open myself up to it it's really even more <laughs> exciting than i had i could have thought of yeah and that's a, a living into but that's i think that's even more important powerful in today's marketplace mm -hmm. because the availability of information is so 
it's it's almost overwhelming it's almost tsunami yes you know one of the things i think that i hear back a lot and i'd love you to speak into it too because maybe this was something that you said to yourself I mean, especially now that podcasting is starting to become far more popular and a lot more people now are launching their podcasts, we can often think, well, I'm just going to be one of hundreds or thousands if we look globally to have a podcast on that particular topic. However, what we forget to remember, and this is so important, is that we have a unique voice, we have a unique journey and characteristics and personality and all of that blended together makes for a completely different experience than if you were listening to someone else's podcast or similarly what you said about your book you've got real information books which is really very academic then you've got the very inspirational ones and they're great and in both of those you know specific areas but you wanted to blend the two and put your personality on top of that so did you have that thought you know if i'm going to launch this podcast how's it going to stand out how's it going to be different than everyone else's yes yes absolutely again back to the most of my limiting beliefs the person stopping me is me i stop myself before i even get in the water i i participated in a yeah my first sprint triathlon last fall at the age of 59 and i was having this great debate do i wear a wetsuit do i not and i go down to the water and and I just had to start talking to this guy and, and I was telling him about, you know, I couldn't decide what to do. And he said, well, if you wear a wetsuit, you'll be disqualified. And I was like, I'm not going to win anything. <laughs> and and uh, I've never run a race before in my life. And this is all, you know, I just want to finish and blah, blah, blah. And he goes, well, why are you disqualifying yourself before you get in the water? I mean, you don't know that. Yeah. You don't know that. You mm. really don't. And so first of all, you know, don't stop yourself, you know, now that doesn't mean that just because you put a podcast out there, it's, you know, just because they, you build a field of dreams doesn't mean they're going to come. Yeah. Uh, there's still, you know, same with writing a book. I mean, I, I will say, although I think we're just, this is a podcasting and self-publishing, I think was just starting really, truly when you start when you look at it, when we look back in 50 years, we're going to go, yeah, we still were in the infancy stages of this. Yeah. At the same time, it feels very crowded. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but if you believe in what you have to offer and you're contributing, then I think that you should put it out there because the only way you're going to know mm. is by 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 doing yeah i love her way that you've reminded us that if we've self-published a book or got it published or we've launched a podcast we so often think great it's out there i can sit back but that is when the fun starts oh, yeah. we still need to get Absolutely. out there there's still going to be things that we launch we we release an episode and we think oh well that wasn't a, a, as good as i hoped it would and you know what we're all we all experience that but and i love that we're going to talk about the 66 day challenge and how to break out of the busy rut because if we continue to get stuck we're not going to be able to leverage what we are already doing so thank you so much for sharing that journey because i think it's certainly going to inspire others to consider okay maybe i do need to get out of of uh, my own head to stop, you know, stopping myself, disqualifying myself before I get it out there. Maybe there's a whole audience waiting for you to launch that podcast or write that book or do both. So let's talk about the 66 day challenge to build lead generation habits. We know that's so important as business owners. You mentioned 66 days. If we follow that, we're more likely to really build and strengthen that muscle of that new habit. Um, so what are some of the insights you want to share here? 
Well, so there's a lot of research on habit formation and there's a lot of you know data on how long it takes to develop a habit. So the where the 66 days comes in is there, the idea that most people, the first 22 days are very enthusiastic in the beginning of anything. Most people are very enthusiastic. They, they really, that's where they have the highest level of energy and they're telling the whole world about it and they're pumped and ready to go. I, I give the example of, particularly after the new year, anybody who's just started a new exercise regime or, or Whole30 special eating program plan or whatever, they're just, they're, they're telling the world. Well, the next 22 days, or three weeks or you know period of time often people go through a, a dip they, mm -hmm. they go through this questioning period like evaluation like hmm do I really want to do this and and they start to talk themselves out of it honestly yeah. and that is where really the commitment mm. and that's why it's called commitment commit to it because to power through so how do you know what to power through on and what you should because there, there's some things that you know you you, you learn by doing it. What you learn is this isn't working and this isn't the direction I want to go or I want to pivot or whatever. There are times where you do that, but okay, how do you know? And Seth Godin says something to the effect of if it's, if the long-term, if the long-term benefit is worth it, then you should power through, mm -hmm. right? I mean, so power through, get through it. Know you're going to go through that dip. You're going to go through that period of where you're going to evaluate why you're doing something. And then the, the, final 22 days when you put in a challenge is you'll start experiencing the benefits of it uh -huh. and that will have a virtuous you know cycle and so you'll you know you'll have some wins and that'll keep you going so the truth is though in if you really are starting a habit and you're building a business something like a podcast or or writing a book it is an it doesn't stop at 66 days. I mean, the challenge is to get you jump started and get you going. Mm -hmm. it, it's not a, a, a one and done, right? And that was a real epiphany for me when I wrote my first book. I had felt like I put everything I had into it. And it was coincidentally nine months from, you know, gestation where the idea came to me an actual birth <laughs> on Amazon. And so I was joking to people, yeah, I just, you know, yeah, my book baby that. and I'm, I'm done. And, and it hit me. I, I have two children that are adults. You know, it doesn't stop yeah. when they're born. Actually, that's the beginning. Mm -hmm. uh, so the, in what you do after your launch is really going to impact the the reach yeah because i again back to that correlation mm -hmm. i i can track and see correlations on the activities that i do and how they you know book sales and podcasts mm. downloads it, it, and, hindsight is a wonderful uh teacher <laughs> you know? so if you were to look back at what you did uh, would would there be anything different that you would do so i want to ask you two questions in that would there be something that you would do that's different and secondly looking back what was one of the best things that you're glad that you did do love some insights on that so doing things differently i would have done it faster okay I, and again, back to, I feel like the resistance was myself more than it was anybody around me or the, the marketplace. I 
have a really strong prosecuting attorney in my head that you know, a strong business person prosecuting attorney is like this doesn't I don't see where the revenue streams are coming from this I don't see you know oh. and, and evaluating it so critically that it, it almost didn't happen what I have learned and that was true for the the second book and the launching of the podcast is if an idea comes to me back to this idea of the universe co-creating, I now recognize that they're gifts. And mm. as any gift that you receive, if you don't receive it, then in that case, it may go to someone else. And there's this book called uh, The Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. Mm -hmm. She wrote Eat, Pray, Love. And she talks about this phenomenon that there's ideas in the universe. And I'll give you an example when electricity was being invented which is really discovered yeah there were three key people that were all coming up with these ideas at the same time westinghouse einstein and tesla and it was really what they call the electricity wars so the idea is when there's literally when there's ideas that are coming to you from the universe and you don't act on them quickly enough somebody else may mm. be coming to market with it and and that's where for myself the idea of not experiencing regret over something and i i'm it's probably happened to you but it's happened to me ideas yeah. i had that i didn't do and then i saw later and it's like going it's like oh i thought of yeah. that like six years ago such yeah. a great i mean that point is so important so often we can go through that analysis paralysis the judgment self-criticism and how often do we hear of people launching products or services and through the feedback that they get from their market, so their clients, enables them to continue to tweak that and so the second version of that and so on is even better. And I know many people who are listening to this podcast are service-based business owners and they want everything to be perfect. Well, guess what? It's not going to be perfect. Just let me tell you that. But the feedback you get is going to be valuable for when you continue to tweak and, and whatever techniques and, and you know expertise you bring to that product. So extremely valuable. Was there one thing that you did do that you think I'm I'm so glad that I did that because that really helped me uh, maybe generate results or, or what was that one thing just starting yeah. because up until that juncture I was very productive very successful what was missing in I felt like or what I still was mine left to do was what I call these creative endeavors yes and it in this whole busy and when we if you want to talk about flip time this whole busy phenomenon i was busy doing a lot of things that weren't necessarily as meaningful when i started when i flipped time and i started investing in myself mm. in terms of putting some energy and time and into my creative endeavors yes everything else benefited yeah so it's it's still, again, I'm on this journey. It's not like I'm done. In fact, it's more exciting yeah. because- Because you're quicker, you I... recognize it more quickly, don't you? You go, ah, yes. okay, let's talk about that. Was there something that occurred or happened that finally you decided yes. to give yourself permission to go, you know what? I've been thinking about this for a little while. I'm gonna do it. What was that for you? So I had been in some productivity coaching, business coaching, and I, it started doing life coaching, executive coaching. Yes. And I was at a retreat. We had been together for about nine months, all the women. 
and we were all exploring one idea that we were going to do. And my idea was my book. And it, it hit me that I had been talking about this book just with this one coach in group for a year and had been talking about it quite some time before that. And it hit me, we were doing this exercise on what was stopping us from moving forward. And I realized the only person stopping me was me. Mm. And the brilliant thing is, is I can change me. And so I was like, oh my gosh, I, I'm free now. I, I had this, you know, for, I really had this, I don't have enough time or money. Mm. And what I just came to um, learn and it's learned <laughs> is that there is always enough time to do what you want to do. And if you choose that, mm. and so it's either that time is truly relative. Yes. Time spent in traffic, in a boring meeting, I don't care how long it is, you don't want to be there. It's just going to like drag on mm -hmm. and it's going to be brutal. Time doing something you love to do or with someone you love, it flies by. That's why we'd say that, right? Yeah. Yeah. So the more I started, and it began, it was in the beginning, it was very small. It's kind of part of my five minute success because I, I hear the limiting belief already, but I don't have time. And I'm like, okay, well, can you start with five minutes? Because starting small and building up is, is a proven habit formation. Yes. But also what happens is you'll start experiencing the benefits of it. Mm -hmm. And as you experience the benefits, you're going to do, want to do more. The people around you are going to start noticing that you are like, you know, you're, you're inspired, you're empowered, mm. you're, you're, you're in alignment, authentic with your authentic self. And that is very energizing. Oh, it is. It is. And I love that we're also being role models for others, because I think with women specifically, because we have many hats that we wear, men too. Um, but women, I think we, we really own this in that we're always putting ourselves last. We put other mm -hmm. people first, which is nothing wrong with that. But if we do it to the detriment of fulfilling some of those dreams that we've had for a while and not, as you say, fitting us into our schedule and saying, you know what, I am going to book time for that because I know that it's going to allow me to fulfill some of the things that I've been dreaming about for so long and allow me to show up and just be a better person to, to my family and, and clients and so forth. One of the things that needs to be done, I think, as women is we need to put strong boundaries in place. Did you find that you needed to, to reevaluate the boundaries and stick firm to them so that when we are asked, can you do this? Can you do this? That we're not stretching ourselves too thin because then we can get stuck back in that busy rut. Yes, absolutely. I, I found also though, by putting it first, then everything else fell into place. Mm. And so the other aspect of this is I started a morning routine. Yeah. And so I, self-care in the morning and in terms of um, meditation, affirmations, visualization, exercise, mm -hmm. reading and journaling and my writing I do then. And so when I do it first in the morning, I'm more energized for the whole day. Some people get stuck on the fact that seems like a long time. You can do all of that in six minutes if, if you really feel like you have to be efficient. Yeah. Um, Sometimes limiting and restricting time, that's actually called Parkinson's law, can actually make us more effective and efficient. So I really don't want people to hold themselves back because of, of the time commitment. Mm. But the, the important thing is, is I agree with you about this idea of 
many times women and men too feel like it's selfish. Self-care mm. is selfish. It's actually the benefits of the people around is, is like what I call when you throw the pebble against the pond and you see the, the ripples, ripples. Um, it creates that ripple effect. The benefits of the people around me as I have invested in myself, because truly your very highest, best investment is yourself. Yes. If you think about, particularly if you're an ambitious entrepreneur, you are your greatest asset. Mm -hmm. Your ability to create, your ability to contribute, your ability to do anything is your biggest asset. Yes. And so invest in yourself because that is very energizing. And in, in terms of the other kind of busyness thing that a lot of people, um, you know, fall into mm. as kind of a, it, it's easy to say I'm, I'm too busy. Uh, but the the truth is is that as you have more energy, you you actually will get more things done. I'm, I I do way more and am way more efficient, effective because I'm I'm happy and I'm doing the things that I love to do. Yeah. And so it actually seems kind of counterintuitive. That's again why it's called flipping mm. flip time, flipping the pyramid, um, because we're taught you know in the Maslow's hierarchy of needs. To, to work our way up the pyramid, start with the basic needs first, then do self-actualization. I'm saying do self-actualization first mm. because everything else will be better. Yeah. It reminds me of uh, how important it is to recognize the difference between busyness and productivity and what what we assume is going to take time because studies has been in the workplace that you can be working for eight hours a day yet if you have someone that maybe is working on flexible time we have flexi time here where they might go in for four hours a day and they know i've got a limited amount of time they're far more focused they are just there mm -hmm. and they can complete what would normally take eight hours in four hour periods. And I think we can do that too. There's a lot of things that we can do to obviously create that environment that we can be productive, but it really is around what is our perception? Because what we believe um, is going to impact our behavior, you know, our actions, which impact the outcome. And we will often seek evidence to prove that our belief is true. You know, well, see, there is no time. There is time. It's like, you know, I can't afford it. Well, I'm sure, I mean, how many ladies, I'll put my hand up. If I see a handbag that I love, I mean, yeah, I will move away. heaven and earth to get that to <laughs> save up for it, you know. And we do that. So really, where are we investing our time? And as you say, self is so important. Get it to a stage where our family goes, Mum, when are you going on your next retreat? I think you need it. <laughs> Wouldn't that be wonderful? My, my, my team and staff got to be that way. They're going, yeah. Karen, you come back so much better. And so they're like go, supported. Go. 100%. <laughs> yeah. And it, it really is the the other analogy I use to help people kind of think through this is, I'm sure you've heard on the airplane flights where they say, put your oxygen yeah. mask on first before you can help anybody else. That is a survival perspective. Yeah. And what I'm talking about is a thrival perspective. Oh, I love that. Because it is going to be better. They're not just surviving. They're going to be better. You're going to be better. Everything's going to be better. And so when you look at it that way and you have that vision and then you have the, the right thinking, 
not the stinking thinking, but the right thinking, then you start doing those actions and activities, mm -hmm. then that's going to, because what you just said, I'm saying, and you can create that. Yes. You can create that. It is a, it, as you experience it, you can create the life of your dreams. Yeah. And enjoy the journey along the way, which we often forget. Now, talking about achieving the trifecta of success with thinking, activities, and vision, and I mean, everything that you've spoken about today is certainly going to add value to that. But if you were to share one insight around helping us to achieve the trifecta of success with those things, what would it be? So it, it really is what I just said. You really can change your future. Yeah by changing your thoughts, yeah. but it does require action. So yeah. a lot of people, you know, affirmations, visualization, and believe me, it's very powerful mm. what the mind can conceive and believe it can achieve, but it needs to achieve it. It achieves it by the actions. And mm. that's where setting up, you know, morning routine or habits or a 66 day challenge to get into action. Because I, I find that's where a lot of times people are like, yeah, but it didn't work. And I'm like, Oh, but what did you do? Yeah. <laughs> because I, I think that again, in this co-creation with the universe, if you, what I've experienced is, is the more I do it, the more gifts the universe gives me. Mm. It's like, it's going, Oh, okay. I, this is a, just think about it. Who, who do you ask to do something? Like if you're in a committee or, you mm. know, a, your your kids school or whatever i mean they're, they always it's the action the taker person. isn't it the, pe right, yeah. the person who gets things done, done. Yeah. right so what often ha what i found happens is the universe is going okay you all are you're an ambitious entrepreneur i know when i give you an idea something's gonna happen so mm -hmm. more is gonna opportunity is gonna start ex um presenting itself and so i think that that's where if you if you can see that if you can see that then that that is there for you to to manifest yeah to one of the things that. that my mentor who's who is being mentored by uh james wedmore and something that james wedmore says is success is inevitable for each and every one of us what isn't it what isn't defined yet is the time it takes and I think ah. often in the journey that we need to go through and often we'll compare ourselves and comparison is one of those things that I think can really keep us stuck because we look at what other people are doing. Well, she's done it and she had success within 90 days and I'm still going and it's three years. Yes, but there's a lot of our own journey and our own, a lot of it I find has to do with our identity. And as you say, the beliefs that we, that we have around what we think is possible for ourselves. But success is inevitable. We just might need to take a different journey. It might take us longer. But if we give up in the taking the right actions, if we know that these are the right actions to take, even if we tweak them a little bit to suit our personality and, and just when we know we are at our best through the day, success is inevitable. But it won't be if we give up and we stop doing what we know is important. And, and one of those things, as you say, is that self-care because we are our uh, greatest asset in our business. I have loved speaking with you today, Karen. I, we could continue. Oh, yes. I mean, we've just scratched the surface. <laughs> but people are waiting for me to ask you, how can people connect with you? How can they get your book? How can they listen to your podcast? Share all of that good stuff with us, please. Well, so the number five, Minute Success, is the podcast. 
add the book is Real Estate Success in Five Minutes a Day, which you can get on Amazon or wherever you get books and Audible and along with the Commit to Get Lead 66-Day Challenge. And Facebook as well, the number five minute success and the website, five minute success. Flip Time, the next book is due to launch the middle of March. So that will be a different genre of authorship. It's a a heroine's journey. It's a story Mm -hmm. of the heroine Haley who goes through this transformation, this um, process and the things that happen and what the lessons she learns. And the reason why I used a story and used a fictional character is because I wanted people, particularly women, to Mm -hmm. see themselves in it and hear their story and what is holding them back, what they're stopping them, where are they disqualifying themselves before they even start. And so that is going to be out uh, sometime in in, um, March of 2019. Exciting, exciting. Well, thank you so very much for sharing your expertise, sharing your journey as a book author and a podcaster and leveraging both of those to really get your message out there, build your reach and make a much bigger impact in the world and changing the world one message at a time, uh, which is something that we stand for here as well. So thanks once again for coming on the show. My pleasure. And here's to your success, Emery. Thank you. You've been listening to the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show, brought to you by podcastingwithpurpose.com. Stand out, be heard, influence. Want to influence real change with your own podcast? Access our free podcast training, including our no-cost and low-cost tools and podcast production workflow checklist to get you started at www.podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training. That's podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.